0: Hello, and welcome to Morning Prayer at St. Paul's Lutheran Church in Edison, New Jersey. Today is Thursday, and this is the third week of Advent. This week, we are reading and meditating on the Bible readings uh, assigned for the coming weekend. And today, our reading comes from the opening verses of Paul's letter to the Romans. We begin our time of prayer in silence. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. A reading from Romans chapter 1. This morning we read verses 1 through 7. Paul, a servant of Christ Jesus, called to be an apostle, set apart for the gospel of God, which he promised beforehand through his prophets in the Holy Scriptures, the gospel concerning his son, who was descended from David according to the flesh, and was declared to be Son of God with power according to the spirit of holiness by resurrection from the dead, Jesus Christ our Lord, through whom we have received grace and apostleship to bring about the obedience of faith among all the Gentiles for the sake of his name, including you who are called to belong to Jesus Christ. To all God's beloved in Rome who are called to be saints, grace to you and peace from God our Father, and our Lord Jesus Christ. In his opening greeting to the church in Rome, St. Paul quickly sums up who Jesus is, what Jesus has done, and how how all that Jesus is and does is according to God's eternal purposes. This is Paul showing us Jesus' credentials. He is Messiah, rightfully as a descendant of David. He is Son of God, by the witness of the power of the Holy Spirit at his resurrection and ascension. God raised him from the dead and seated him at God's right hand. And it is in that name and by his authority, the authority of our Lord Jesus, that Paul now addresses the followers of Jesus in Rome. As we move closer to Jesus, to Christmas, we begin to read the story of Jesus' origins. We start to hear about the importance of Joseph's lineage that reaches back all the way to David and brings about the birth in Bethlehem, and the star in the sky that signals the birth of Israel's new king, and how all of this was already spoken of by the prophets long before, breathed out and inspired by the Holy Spirit. Jesus will redefine in his life and his ministry what it means to be Messiah, aligning his mission with the inspired words of Isaiah, who speaks of the suffering servant of the Lord. But even in his humility and suffering, Jesus still carries all of the credentials, the lineage of Messiah, and, as the story goes, as Son of God. These facts lay a groundwork for our faith, our trust in Jesus, our obedience to his commands and And these are the authority that sends us, like Paul, out into the world to proclaim the good news of Jesus Christ, the good news that we have come to believe in, to invite others into the fellowship that we have with Christ in the Holy Spirit, the fellowship that we ourselves enjoy, in the hope. Of Christ, to learn Christ, to pray through Him, to gather and worship and praise and thanksgiving for all that God has done for us in sending His Son into the world, to fulfill all righteousness and to restore us all as God's own children, to create a new people around this one Lord. And here, all of this is hidden in the salutations of this ancient letter. It seems like Advent is all of the ways that God teaches us to really pay attention to the things that are right before our eyes, to see and notice all of those things of God and of God's kingdom that are right here in plain sight. Perhaps the revelation of Advent sounds like this to us. I never noticed that before. So what are some of the things that you are noticing this Advent season? that is strengthening your faith and drawing you closer to God. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Blessed are you, Lord, the God of Israel. You have come to your people and set them free. You have raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of your servant David. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Mighty God of mercy, we thank you for the resurrection dawn, bringing the glory of our risen Lord who makes every day new. Especially we thank you for the sustaining goodness of your creation, for the new creation in Christ, and for all gifts of healing and forgiveness, for the communion of faith in your church, for the gift of relationships with others. For who else? For what else are we thankful? Merciful God of might, renew this weary world. Heal the hurts of all of your children and bring about your peace for all in Christ Jesus, the living Lord. Especially we pray for the Church of Jesus Christ in every land, for those who govern the nations of the world, for people and countries ravaged by strife or warfare, for all who work for peace and international harmony, for all who strive to save the earth from carelessness and destruction. For who else? For what else do we pray today? We give thanks to you, Heavenly Father, through Jesus Christ, your dear Son, that you have protected us through this night from all harm and danger. We ask that you would also protect us now today from sin and all evil, so that our life and our actions may please you. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Almighty God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, bless you now and forever. Amen. Go forth into the world to serve God with gladness. Be of good courage. Hold fast to that which is good. Render to no one evil for evil. Strengthen the faint-hearted, support the weak, help the afflicted, honor all people, love and serve God, rejoicing in the power of the Holy Spirit. Thanks be to God.